Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey everybody, welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Star Wars movies one minute at a time. I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. I'm Alex Robinson, ComicBookAlex.com. I'm Garen Cockrell from PopCultureBeast.com. And I'm Matt Belknap. You can hear me every week on Never Not Funny. And me too. Usually. Garen talks also. <laughs> <laughs> you talk, but can we hear you? <laughs> That's Fair thing. enough. Fair enough. I understand. <laughs> Deep cut. Uh, but yeah, thanks guys for allowing us back. Um, today we're talking about minute 54, 54 of uh, Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. It starts with Han Solo saying Luke was training a new generation of a Jedi. And it ends with Han Solo saying it's all true. Now, does this minute have any parallels with the movie 54 starring Mike Myers and Neb Campbell <laughs> about the club? It's, it's all true. <laughs> what about Car 54? No. With Wait, where are you? Fred Gwynn and Joey <laughs> Ross. Well, they're looking for the car and oh. they're looking for Luke. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Luke, <laughs> Luke is Car 54 in this. Turns out this map will also lead you to Car 54 if you <laughs> follow it correctly. Very handy. I'm glad you said it was the, I'm glad you referenced the show and not the movie. Uh, oh, there was a movie? Of Car 54? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who yeah. was in the movie? Uh, it was Rosie Dave, O'Donnell. David Johansson was the uh, was the Joey Ross, Joey Brown. Joey was the Gunther Tootie. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, and was, who was Cedric the Entertainer in it? Maybe a lot of like it, it has a surprising cast to the right. internet. Yeah, exactly. Was this in the nineties? Yeah, yeah, because it was nineties, right? Uh, there was a lot of promo swag for it uh, when I started working at, at Forbidden Planet. There was like leftover stuff that they tried really hard to promote it, and it just didn't go anywhere. So that's funny. They should have been more active on social media. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> David Johansson, mm-hmm. John C. McGinley, John C. McGinley wow. played the played the Fred Gwynn the role. starring role. Yeah. Fred like, Drescher, mm-hmm. Nipsey Russell. What? Rosie O'Donnell. Wow. Daniel Baldwin. Jeremy mm. Piven. <laughs> wow. Penn Jillette or Penn and Teller are both in it. This is an all-star cast. <laughs> it's amazing. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah. No, Cedric. Well, here's, <laughs> not to turn this into Car 54, Where Are You Minute, or Minute 54, Where Are You? I guess that would be the name of that one. Um, but, we would do every minute except Minute 54. <laughs> I think it was. Oh, you yeah, would drop exactly. that. That one episode would be in some other podcast feed right, and exactly. they would have to find it. Tone Loke. 
Tone low. Well, I think part of why it was a failure was it was kind of written, produced, and performed as a musical. And then at the last minute, they were like, "Mm, not so much. That sounds very familiar. I think that was that movie. Yeah. It could be a different movie. But they were basically at the end, they were just like, no, and just cut all the songs out. So it ended up being like, you know, 72 minutes long (laughs) and not funny and led up to things that didn't go anywhere. So that's why they had David Johansson, I guess. Right. And Tone Loke. And John McGinley. (laughs) Hasta la vista, baby. Uh, anyway, minute 54, where are you? What, uh, so what, uh, an apprentice, well, I thought you were going to ask what, uh, again, w- you know, doing the cross movie thing. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, this is, uh, as, well, Han's walking around a hologram talking about Luke. Uh, minute 54. Ooh, of, can I guess? Yes. Is this you when? You have to go, ooh, 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 Mr. Carter. Uh, is this in the, the scene in the same, actual same location in Star Wars when Han is talking about how uh, the hokey religion and uh, it, no close. match? Close. Okay. That's a couple minutes later. Okay. Uh, but in, in Empire, I was looking at in, in oh. Empire, this is the Vader's call to the Emperor where he's looking at talking, looking at a hologram, talking oh. about Luke and how uh, oh, if we if we turn him, he could be a powerful ally. Interesting. Hmm. And so look, Luke's fate and people switching from the good side to the dark side mm-hmm. while walking around a hologram. Cool. I do like that he. I do like that he is standing almost in the same spot where he makes the speech about yeah, the yeah. superstition. Yeah. And and that it, tricks. it is really close because that's the yeah, yeah it's the it's, engineering it's just a couple of minutes later that, and that has had to be intentional. At least the him standing like the blocking of the yeah, scene is yeah. very much intentional because I mean, and that's what's so cool about this movie and what they were able to do with that character is like they took him over 30 years <laughs> they took him from a non-believer to a yeah grudging believer <laughs> right and that that he's the perfect person to kind of do the to relay this information to, yeah to be that you know to tell them hey it is all true guess what like, yeah and that's another to me and another iconic moment that was super super exciting when the trailer came out and it was like oh my god this movie might be incredible like <laughs> if this is if this is what they're bringing then i am completely in this yeah. was the magic minute in this movie it was definitely a feels moment we are like oh man goosebumps yeah mm-hmm. yeah i know star wars it's true <laughs> goosebumps too <laughs> Hell the not. widow maker <laughs> uh it is weird to me that uh you know han mentions well two things he mentions that he thought it was a bunch of mumbo jumbo mm. which is a funny word to be yes, in star specific, wars yeah, yeah it sounds like it should be a bounty hunter or something well that's my again, <laughs> not to bring it I, I know everybody hates it when we talk about the toys and i already brought up gi joe but there mm. was a uh it was a show called Silverhawks, which was also a toy line. Which, yeah, I remember that. And one of the villains was a kind of a minotaur, space minotaur, and his name was Mumbo Jumbo. Ah. <laughs> and that's so. That's my first point of reference with that phrase is that's I think funny. of Silverhawks, and so I was like, so like you hadn't heard the phrase until you saw that, right? That's yeah. funny. Yeah. But also, he says, uh, "Oh, he didn't believe in the Jedi." And well, this is the same problem that was in Star Wars: right. is that Han Solo would have been like a teenager when when the Empire started. Yeah, right. So he would know that there were things called Jedi and. Yeah, presumably I mean, they were the force. Maybe he just didn't know that the. But you know. he, but now now we have that we've seen where he came from. He was probably pretty far away from the action, and so maybe just kind of heard about that stuff third hand, and it just yeah. seemed like I don't know if that's true or embellished or what. I mean, right? Fake news. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. Communication not great in this galaxy. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, they were also dead weren't they weren't all the jedi gone at that point well they died tw- roughly 20 years before star wars and so han solo is let's say he's 35 then 
You think he's 35? Then? I, I think he was. I think Harrison Ford was like in his early 30s. All right. So yeah. he would have been old enough to at least right. remember the time when the Jedi were around. Right. It's like, you know, if I, if I stopped believing in, you know, East Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did. <laughs> that, that, that bunch of mumbo jumbo. Yeah. 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 I don't, I mean. Where's the wall now? Mm, if it was, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I, I let that slide just because I think uh, it's possible he had never encountered a Jedi right. and never, like he heard about it and just thought that sounds like nonsense because his life was just like just garbage like he's just right. living in a basically a You're trash talking about solo heap. yeah yeah he's just living in a trash heap for 20 years until mm-hmm. he gets out and then and then he's you know goes on some adventures but and it also could be that, that actually mirrors ray oh yeah she yeah. grew up in this crappy not i don't know if i think his may have been a little bit more a little worse sinister i don't know maybe that's it's why just, they bond it's yeah. definitely darker yeah in both Physical. cases yeah lighting wise right yeah that's what i mean yeah they're both kids who have to sort of uh serve or answer to a, a sort of a petty warlord type mm-hmm. character to to just to survive and 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 uh and i think they actually do not, i know this isn't solo minute but i think they mentioned portions in at the beginning of solo also mm-hmm. um so yeah there's definitely parallel there i don't know that that means anything more than just they're similar yeah, and yeah. you know there's also tons of parallels between Luke and, and Ray. So, right. you know, desert planet, da, 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 no parents, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I just, I love this scene. It's like we were saying in the last minute, the, the, the fact that the, the map provides this interesting light points of light and it gives, it gives some points. Of light. Yeah. <laughs> Not got that. <laughs> Keep stay focused. Uh, they like it, give, it gives Hans or gives Harrison Ford something interesting to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he delivers this little monologue, he's looking at different things. And I got to say, it's like, he, he does a good job in this. He's, he's, uh, that's, this is the, like Aaron said, this is the moment where you start feeling like, okay, yeah, Han Solo's back. Like this is really, uh, this is really working. And I guess, especially for him to make this speech of all things, like it really shows like that, you know, right. He's on our side now. He yeah. believes in the force <laughs> and the Jedi and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, your side, <laughs> my <laughs> side. Oh boy! <laughs> what about? Uh, I want. I want to. I don't remember anything from the behind-the-scenes stuff, but I want to see like, kind of how they filmed this. So, they're, were they projecting some stuff? Like, because there is good kind of interplay with the it's little really with the projected yeah. you know, bits of of stars and all that. Like the hologram, he interacts with the hologram essentially right. in a good way. That I don't. But you have to assume all that stuff was put in and post. So, right. I don't know how they did that because mm-hmm. it does. It does look. The eye lines are very good. Like it doesn't look like he's just like looking at nothing it actually right. has some um i want to give a quick shout out to the 3d version of the movie because this is a fun scene for oh, that i've been wow. i've been collecting the 3d blu-rays of these oh my gosh movies, and it's it's fun to just kind of you know this the the map with extra depth is a fun uh fun scene to watch uh did you guys see it in 3d oh no i never did no mm-hmm. no i don't subscribe to 3d <laughs> <laughs> you don't speak that right now <clears throat> yeah I'm, I'm generally against it although there are times when i end up in a 3d thing and i'm and sometimes it's like yeah you know that was fine like uh i can't remember when that happened it wasn't incredibles but it was it's some some recent animated thing the, well it, it's a different story the animated stuff in 3d is is usually great yeah. but movies films mm-hmm. in 3d don't work not for mm-hmm. me 
Plus, I wear glasses, which right. I'm always like fidgeting with the yeah, yeah. The, the, the first person to invent some kind of you know prescription 3D glasses or something, mm-hmm. some way to to work around that problem or glasses less right 3D yeah glasses oh, yeah. less clip-ons would work. Did we see Rouge one in 3D? Um, not the first time. I don't think. I think I, I only I saw not, Force Awakens once in 3D. I don't think I saw any other ones in 3D. Yeah, I tend not to see it in 3D the first time. I like to get a yeah, you know, a, a, a grasp of the movie and then I'll go back and see it in it 3D. Also darkens the picture a lot. Yeah, right. Is, that drives me crazy. How does it look on the uh, TV 3D? Uh, it's okay. It's not as good uh, mm-hmm. usually as the as the theater, obviously, because it's you know adapting a, a theatrical uh, process to the to the home, but. Uh, it's uh, it's not bad. It's very comfortable just to sit on the couch and just kind of you know you got to kind of trick your eyes a little bit. After a couple of minutes, you get used to it and you're just kind of. Hmm. Um, and my daughter keeps saying that, that it looks more real. We tried it out with her hmm. and she was like, well, well, "Let's watch the one that's more real." <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's funny. <clears throat> that's good. She's gonna be a part of getting ready for that first holodeck generation, right? Yeah, <laughs> when they show up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what fifty uh, four? Huh. Um. <laughs> The, uh, Pretty straightforward. There's not a lot here other than like he's dropping, you know, for for the characters in the scene, it's kind of a big deal. But for us, it's like, well, right. we know all this and yeah. we don't know everything about what happened with Luke. I guess that's the big moment for the audience is right. like we learn about a little bit more about what happened with Kylo Ren or with, with Ben um, and uh, and what led Luke to disappear, although even Han Solo doesn't really know. Right. Well, it's, it's not clear that it's much like the, much like the Darth Vader story, <laughs> the Darth Vader story. <laughs> um, you know, they don't, he doesn't say like, Oh yeah. And my, my son, you right. know, he was training my son. He doesn't yeah. say like he was training, you yeah. know, Kylo Ren. Right. He was just kind of like, Hey, he was training some kid and that kid yeah, was yeah. bad. It's kind of think. a nice, uh, wink to Obi-Wan with his right. not quite honest uh, right. telling of right. stories. Oh. Although in this case, he has even less reason to be upfront with these. He's on know these people. Like it's like, yeah, it's true. Obi-Wan, it was like sort of, you could say like, well, he was trying to basically recruit Luke into this uh, sort of into this battle, but Hansel doesn't care what these people do. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he's like, I'll get you where you need to go. But, uh, and here's my story or here's what I know about this. One thing I think is interesting is that when he says, um, you know, uh, some say that whatever he says, some say that the, he was looking for the first Jedi temple. I remember at the time being like, Oh my God, that's going to be amazing. Mm, see, I'm the opposite. Really? You didn't like that? I was like, Oh, first Jedi temple. This brings the, I don't like the ancient stuff. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I was like, oh, let's not go there, but huh? See, I, interesting. I think it's fun to go further into sort of that stuff. Although when they've done that in like clone wars and, and rebels, I've, I haven't really ended up liking it usually, but the, I think what I like is the tease. Mm-hmm. And then in last Jedi, when you actually get there, I'm like, this isn't that I don't actually, right. I, I didn't want this after all. <laughs> like I didn't want to know the details. It doesn't, it's not as exciting as my, my imagination made it out to be. Hmm. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses forge FX to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Were you guys uh, mm-hmm. disappointed that Luke is barely in the movie? Do you remember? Yes. I mean, yeah, but I liked the... The, again i love the tease like you know mm-hmm. the end is is so great because it's like now like like we just went through this whole adventure and now it's like but we're this is just really the beginning of a whole new thing um but i think when i heard you know when i knew that they were making this movie i imagined that luke skywalker would be a bigger part of it and at the end of the day that's my guy so um mm-hmm. you know i, I was I, I wanted him to be a bigger part of it um but I got. I think I ultimately got what I wanted out of Last Jedi with Luke, and so that was a, a delayed payoff, I guess. What about you, Garen? Uh, no, I didn't. I I like the way they did it. I like how he was like the MacGuffin, essentially. Like he's right. what we're after. Yeah. And when we finally see him, it's like, oh! And then you get that. Uh, a lot of people aren't big fans of like cliffhangers. I love them. Mm-hmm. So that sort of thing didn't. Mm. didn't bother me at all but um i got the same thing we got to see every version of luke you can imagine in last jedi yeah so, it's true we got to see the warrior yeah. we got to see the monk yeah, yeah. so i and the characters they introduced finn and, and ray and and, and poe they're all strong enough that they filled that void that's how i felt too yeah like i by the end of it i couldn't be mad that he wasn't in it more i was just mm. like i had to i kind of had to tip my cap to the idea that they had the balls to not put him in it until the last shot and it's mm-hmm. like man it mm. worked like you took a really bold uh move and 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 it paid off and so like that's for his you know again a lot of the knock on this movie is that it's just it sticks too close to the original and it doesn't you know break enough new ground but i think in that way that was a gigantic risk because it's like the original like trilogy star wars fans they want to see luke he's the hero of the story so to 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 tease them with that and and like garen said make him the the MacGuffin, then you you have this sense of uh build up and when you finally do get to him it's like the payoff is great so like that that was to me a very smart and not uh, obvious choice because I think mm. a, a lesser team of filmmakers would have just been like, well, we got to have the movie's got to be about Luke or like they would have just put Luke in the Han slot in this story and have he, him be the one that Ray runs into. And right. it was a, it was a risky gutsy move. Yeah. So, yeah. And it, it, uh, it was somewhat late in the process. Like when they first kind of were coming up with the story ideas and the first drafts, they were like, well, what, they kind of were working under this. Well, we got to fit everybody in here. We got to have them, you know, all together. And then eventually it became like, well, this, like if we just have them run into Luke, you know, halfway through the movie, then it becomes about, you know, the old characters, but we really want to focus on like, we're, we're going to be running with these new characters for long enough that we need yeah. to just kind of like, that's a good point. Extract, you know, we can't have it be like, Oh, well finally, you know, now Luke's here. It's the, you know, the one thing that I, I think is, is uh, very sad and regrettable. I mean, there's a lot of sad about, the passing of Carrie Fisher, but it did feel like they intended for each of these three movies to be like this, like 
Force Awakens is kind of Han's mm -hmm. time, and then Han's time down here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Last Jedi is Luke's time, and it felt like Episode Nine was going to be Leia's time, mm. and mm. now that can't be the case, I guess. But uh, but I liked the idea of that symmetry. Um, but ultimately, the whole point of I think this this trilogy is in the larger meta sense is to pass the torch to this new generation. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't love this idea, but the, the fact that people were saying, well, this one's too, it's too nostalgic. It's too much like star Wars. It's too much like this and that. And then the last Jedi comes out. It's too not, it's not star Wars enough for me. And it's like, well, what? <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, Goldilocks star Wars. Yeah. yeah. What do you want? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I actually do. It's a funny. Cause like, I think there are definitely different people with different issues. Like there are people who don't say both of those things, but I actually, I think I do know at least one person who's a star Wars fan who was mad at both of these movies. <laughs> so that does exist. Although you would think that anyone who was mad at force awakens would be a little happier with last Jedi and vice versa. Like anyone who loved force awakens might be put off by last Jedi, which was my initial reaction. And I've, I've it's, Last Jedi has grown on me a bit, um, but history will shine down. Uh, oh my God, mm. Karen! Last <laughs> yes, Karen very pompously <laughs> proclaimed on <laughs> Never Not Funny that that history would would smile fondly on the Last Jedi when it's all said and done. Seems to be the case. <laughs> I'm not sure that's true. The more, the more it goes on, the more like I've seen. Oh, you think so? a lot of like people kind of I don't know if it's more you know, it's like a wave of people coming around on, yeah. but I see you know people the. The supporters are are very becoming more vocal. Yeah. And so I see a lot of like, hey, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? And like, The Last Jedi is at the top for a lot of people. Well, like, they got overall favorite. They got shouted down a lot, yeah. especially online when it was first out. And so I think being shy, sensitive types, they were like, okay, I'll just step out of the conversation. <laughs> but um, but I will also say that as someone who was a little bit like uh upset by the choices of of last jedi when when i watched it a second time i was much more focused on the stuff that i like because it, it's like i think it's 90 percent great stuff and mm -hmm. then there's like 10 percent that i'm like take issue with but you could say that about almost every star wars movie and, sure. and it just the the 10 percent hit me really hard for i think honestly like i've said this before it's like the state of the world had a big played a big part in my reaction to last jedi because i wanted to escape mm -hmm. the nightmare of our our world <laughs> and that's what star, star wars usually provides but that particular star wars movie doesn't really provide an escape because it is a very uh kind of a depressing sad uh story that doesn't have a lot of levity to it and so um well i think that's also a reflection of what definitely is yeah. going on yeah and that's and that's what movies are supposed to be and i can't it's almost like the that. zombie movie of, of <laughs> the star wars universe where the zombie yeah. like this the social commentary was all what the zombie movies were originally supposed to be about right and now that's the void that star wars is jumping into but what's funny is that they were most of the time they were making it, it was, the election hadn't happened yet so they almost like that almost happened like accidentally in some ways maybe. that's true yeah it mm -hmm. was in the air yeah i guess oh, they you feel it coming it's yeah. like a storm like <laughs> <thunderstorm>. <laughs> i can feel it coming in the air tonight <laughs> garen was conducting me on this yeah it was good uh, I thought he was stopping you before we had to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's that five that, seconds. Yeah. That bill is already in the mix. <laughs> um, 
there was i think that's pretty much all i had in my notes for uh for 54 i don't know alex did did you guys have anything else for i'm uh i've said everything i need to say you, right. you, i'm on the record right <laughs> <laughs> it's a great minute it's it is it is the, it's a supremely Star Wars minute, and you feel it. Star Wars minute yeah. <laughs> with sour cream. Boom! Put it on the poster. Put a bell on that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Like, like I said, it's there, all true. There are. It's all true. The Jedi, the Force, uh, the Solo, <laughs> the Harrison. <laughs> I do feel like there are moments where Harrison Ford looks old and tired and not into it and not engaged in this movie, but he 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 delivered in the scene. I feel like he, he, they got what they needed from him. I don't know if this was shot before or after the leg injury. Um, I think this was near the end. Okay. I mean, a, a lot of this, they probably could have filmed with, with him in a boot because you really just waste up stuff. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really, uh, it, the, you know, Harrison Ford's made a lot of movies that are kind of iffy and, not least of which is the King- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, where you're going to say K19, the Widowmaker. <laughs> <laughs> that too, but <laughs> no, I mean, like he already sort of destroyed one of my cherished childhood heroes, uh, or he and Lucas and Spielberg together. <laughs> they collaborated to kind of ruin a great uh, film icon with that's, Indiana Jones. Oh, they're talking about Blade George Lucas's fault. Yeah, but they they went along with it. 90% George Lucas. I mean, look, oh. they I thought they were I think like Harrison Ford and, and Steven Spielberg were like turning him down for years like nope, no, nope, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. And then that was the that was when they're like, "Yes, aliens. Let's do it." <laughs> but <laughs> Scottish ghost castle stuff is nonsense, <laughs> but aliens, now we're talking. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh but so what about Blade Runner. What do you think of Blade Runner 2021? 20, yeah. I I and it's it's like really really beautiful. I I liked it okay. I I don't know. Again, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it has much connection. Especially his performance doesn't feel like it has much connection to the performance he gave in the original. Um, which is that's what happens in, in a few moments in in Force Awakens for me. Which is a little. It's like he like this is the problem. He's going up against super fans who have his every nuance imprinted on their memories for their entire lives and he probably hasn't watched star wars for 40 years so he doesn't care so he's not as intimately aware of like what did i do or what was this again he's just kind of going by like no i'll just be he's me. playing harrison ford yeah he's yeah. like i'm gonna do what i do and uh, you take it or leave it but so that's why it's even more kind of rewarding when it does line up right and he he nails a scene like this and you're like yeah that's the guy that we wanted. That's who we were hoping would come back. And you don't see him very often. Like that's, I guess that was my original point in recent years. You don't see that Harrison Ford, uh, on screen as much. Uh, you see the, you see the guy with the earring and the, the, the laundry list of plane accidents, right. <laughs> uh, but you see yeah. the, uh, the late night talk show guest. Yeah. Harrison Ford, but the, not the, uh, right. The thinning, uh, hairline and, and sort of, he looks like a Sharpay or like what you know it's like faces right full of we're all gonna get there I know and I'm not I don't knock him but you know you kind of it's the same thing with Carrie Fisher like you know it's one thing to, to understand intellectually that human beings age it's another thing to go wait no the, I wanted you to be like this for all time and that's why I watch these movies over and over again it's because you're never gonna change and uh, and that's just a human thing too to, to, to be or maybe not everyone but I personally 
you know wrestle with change and and that's that's kind of why it's nice to revisit things so when you go back 30 years later you're like oh right yeah you're not the same person you um you're old <laughs> never, never not aging <laughs> and people probably do that with never not funny too they look at us and they hear us and they're like, god this guy sounds old now <laughs> you do sound kind of like a sharp pay sometimes <laughs> uh well on that note uh let's wrap up 54 uh, can you guys come back for one more minute yes can you spend one more minute with us mm-hmm. um really thank you <laughs> The um, if you uh, hey you at home uh, or wherever you may be listening to this right now, um, you know we uh, we have a seldom used YouTube channel. Mm. Uh, go there. Mm. Sometimes we'll put our stuff up up there. Rarely, every once in a while. Um, but if you encourage us to, uh, maybe we'll put up more stuff. Who knows? Um, if we can get fifty thousand subscribers, oh boy, then we'll, we'll start putting content up. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but uh, you can check us out there. It's the if you go to starwarsminute.com slash YouTube, it'll bring you right to the page. Quick Uh-oh. pitch: What if you guys did Star Wars ASMR on that channel? Ooh. You think that would get some new, uh, new Maybe. clicks, new likes, new subscriptions? What would we be like describing? Uh, you could do like action figures. It, you could do it. Unkar T A T across the I was going to suggest like a okay, just like low key like narrating the film, just talking. You could do that. I was going to suggest maybe a Unkar Plut role play where you're like running his. This weird uh, junk dealership. That's mine. <laughs> yeah. Five portions. For <laughs> 60 portions for your I have droid. <laughs> 60 Move portions for the all. droid. <laughs> Star Wars, baby. <laughs> Wait, actually, Snoke would be a pretty good ASMR character. Mm. He's almost doing ASMR unintentionally. Except for when he shouts at Hux. Right. Mm. But when but, he's just uh, like, go make the preparations. <laughs> <laughs> like it's pretty ASMR. Yeah. But. Oh, we'll work on it. We'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll put up some videos, and uh, you can check them out there. StarWarsMinute.com/slash/youtube, and then hopefully you'll meet us back here tomorrow for a brand new episode of this show, which is called Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. <laughs> <laughs>